0: Welcome to the Misfit One Lifestyles with Elizabeth Colin. She will awaken and connect with your Misfit One. Are you tired of the ups and downs in your life? Are you ready to live a healthy lifestyle once and for all? We are talking about all aspects of your life. Being fit is not just physical. It's also your mind and soul. Learn how to take steps in your life to move towards your goals. Elizabeth's goal is for everyone listening to the sound of her voice to get fit. Let's get focused, let's get intentional, and let's transform. Now, here's your host, Elizabeth Colin. Hey, you guys, welcome to today's show. You need to just go ahead and sit back and grab your tea because I have Lauren Miller with me today. Come through, Lauren, come through. Yes. How are you doing, girlfriend? I'm great. How are you? I am wonderful. You are so beautiful.
1: Thank you. I am loving your blouse. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you that was the last time. That was one of those times where I could actually go outside and buy clothing at Ann Taylor Loft, whom I miss very dearly.
0: Oh, my gosh. Me We too. have a personal
1: relationship, me and Ann Taylor.
0: Right. I forgot mm-hmm. about her. Now that I you see it, I'm like, what if I'm missing that in my life? Like, get my life
1: right, you know? Yeah.
0: Well, how have you been doing in this quarantine?
1: Oh, I'm good. I mean, you know, I've been working a lot and homeschooling, which is new and exciting and awful and wonderful. All at once? That's All at one time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, writing and yeah, I'm doing a lot of stuff.
0: Well, first of all, let's tell everybody what you do, because I know you, like we have a personal yes. we work together on yes. projects, but let the people know what you do, Lauren.
1: All right, okay, so it's hard to say, but I mm-hmm. am a, like don't, first of all, don't, nobody be exhausted, I, I do all these things, but like don't be impressed. I am a journalist for multiple magazine publications. I am the editor in chief of my own blog, the Sister Girl blog. I am a public relations coordinator with Upscale PR. So we have about seven or eight clients and organizations that we work with. I am a manager of a hip hop artist. I am a mom of two and a wife. I might have left something out, but that's that's enough. I'm tired. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I said, don't like it, I have to tell you them like, you know, the bullet points, but it's like, please don't. Don't don't get tired.
0: I, you know, what's so crazy is when we talk about a freelance writer, uh-huh. um, people don't really get what that is. Can you break it down? Because, you know, I'm a freelance writer. Yes. Or we, we write for the same magazine. One of them. You got several.
1: <laughs> yes. So a freelance writer is basically a journalist or a creative writer, depending on, you know, what skill or service that they focus on, that writes in multiple different publications. You can freelance as a writer in a bunch of different areas. You can write for, you know, businesses. You can write for people. Like sometimes I do bios for people, pub- press releases, articles. Like I freelance in any capacity in the written format. So. Yeah. Freelance means you get money from everybody. Bam. I like that. I'm going to start
0: using that when um, people ask me. I'm like, yeah, I get everywhere. It everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I get it from everywhere as much as I can. Oh, my gosh. Well, tell us about the Sister Girl
1: blog. Oh, yes. That's my baby. I'm so, so Uh Yeah, I started the Sister Girl blog a couple of years ago, maybe four or five. And I started it because, one, it's named after... Um, my mom and her best friend, they've been friends like 50 years, maybe longer. And they, you know, they look 12, but they've been friends for about maybe, yeah, about 57 years now. And when they would call each other on the phone, they would say, sister girl, let me tell you what happened. Sister, <laughs> sister, sister girl, this and that, right? So what I ended up doing one day, I was reading the newspaper and there was a young girl named in Dinah Martin in Chicago, who was gunned down because um, her and another teenage girl got into a dispute over a boy. And the other teenage girl went home and, I guess, talked to her family about it, and her uncle gave her a gun. So she went to school the next day and shot the girl, and she died. And my thought process was, well, who's helping her? The girl that shot her. Who's there to tell her, listen, you know, in five years, you're not going to care about that boy anymore. In two months, you're not going to care about that boy anymore. Leave this alone. Focus on your life. Don't worry about that girl. I feel like people needed that because everybody doesn't have the luxury of having a best friend for, you know, several decades like my mom. So I had a whole bunch of girlfriends who we all thought we were novice writers. So, we started this blog to have kitchen table conversations with women of color in all ages, just kind of push them forward so they'll have a sounding board to kind of rest their head on.
0: Love it. I love it. So, you, you have so many fascinating um, aspects to your life. I mean, you give the voice to the voiceless.
1: I do, I try and- to. Tell us more about that. So, like, here's the thing. First, I have to say, of course, thank you for having me, I'd never say. Of course. And it's very odd to be on the opposite side of the interview, I have to tell you. It's weird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm going to work through it. We'll work through it. Um, <laughs> but to answer your question, um, I feel like a lot of times, you know, it's different now. But brown girls like me with gaps and you know, short or, you know, small booties, like there is not a complete representation for women of color in any market. And that's because we have so many different varieties, right? And I'm extremely empathetic. So I know there are people that like certain things and I want to speak for those people or those people that are downtrodden or even women of any type of, you know, race or creed that have a voice or have something that they want to say. And they're just really uncomfortable
0: saying it, right? Like being a mom, sometimes
1: don't want to do it. <laughs> I'll say it above; they won't say it above. That's why, job.
0: you are the voice uh, for the boss. Yes, that's all I'm saying. You are the voice for the voice. What's so crazy is like when you talk about things like that. Um, I know I am very hesitant on things. Yes, because I, um, I, I'm a deep thinker, right? Uh-huh. I think things through, like uh-huh. I sit back and kinda like, oh, I'll say what I feel, uh-huh. but I'm not gonna force it down. Right. I'll give you an example. So like, um, I'm with some people and they're eating just horrible. Just, I'm using it as an example. I right. like, think just killing themselves.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And so I don't say anything, but then they'll bring it up like, hey, I'm on this new
1: diet oh that used to frustrate me so
0: bad correct right and i'm like like you do know i'm a nutritionist right like you do know that like you used to talk Mm -hmm. to me about a diet so i just kind of brace myself and then they start telling me how they can eat bacon every day um and they could do this and they lose in weight and and i go well you know you are kind of hurting your heart and your arteries and i go in to explain all that and they go no 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 I've been losing weight and you know what I do then Lauren shut my mouth
1: yeah sometimes you do you have to I I, I can't always do that <laughs> that's why we need you though <laughs> yeah but I mean there's a lot of times I grew up you know uh, with my grandmother very close by or you know we were in her home or very close to her at some point she's a very dignified woman like you know when the wrinkles started to show up on her neck she only wore color oh, oh. shirts and she sat like this all the time you know very sophisticated like and so but she would also tell people that they were getting huge if they gained weight like it was a straight face <laughs> you know, crazy, girl. I so because
0: my because gra- my grandparents like, I'm very outspoken. I do say what I have to say. And then, you know, even when my family say, why are you always said, do you know who our grandparents are? Like, they were the sassiest mouth mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have ever saw in my life. So why do they think that we'll come out being so quiet and... Poised and demure. Quiet? it's like... If- you know,
1: but the thing is, though, that comes with, that's the gift of age. So, that's you know, you lot. get the opportunity to get to a certain age and then you can pretty much say whatever you want. And it's like, until you get to that point, that's why I'm like, so looking forward to like 40 and 50. So I could be like, you know what? Hats off. This is it. I'm going to tell you what's going on because I'm old enough and certified in my life to tell you.
0: You're right. And, and that's right. You're a baby. You know, I'm almost 50. So I'd just be saying it and play it oh, off as an old lady. I'm you, like, <laughs>
1: Too so good. I don't even understand it. Like almost fifty. No, I'm almost forty. But even that, um, I don't. Next, what less than a month, I'll be forty-eight.
0: And wow, you look month, great. I'm crazy. And I, I, even when I said a lot, I get confused a little bit. Like, hmm, how could that be? But I think the importance of it is, like you said earlier, the older we get, the more I think we get more confidence. Yeah. And in, in what we're saying, because you know, when you're younger, people tell you all the time, you can't say that, or you don't know, you you know. Mm-hmm. And so you say, okay, you know. But that's why you are so important to us. And I, I love how you come out and you talk about the issues that people are afraid
1: of. Yeah, which I try. There are, of course, some that I'm not completely all the way comfortable with yet, and I work with them too. Or like because it's a contributing blog space, if there's somebody that's more comfortable with the subject than I am, like say for example, sexual freedom or something like that for women. Right. I can't articulate those feelings very well. So right. I'll find somebody else too. <laughs> I'm like, that, that's, that's a good idea. You come and write this over <laughs> here. That'll work. <laughs> that is so true. So let me ask you, how do you stay
0: fit? And you know, when I'm talking about fit, I'm talking about focus. Intentional and and you are transforming. I mean, if you guys do not know Ms. Lauren, you're gonna get to know her well because she is transforming people's yes. lives. I am becoming. You are become, gone becoming
1: yeah. girl. You're becoming. <laughs> How do you start your days? Um, coffee. Amen. So listen, as a as a nutritionist, you're gonna be upset about most of this answer. Like, I am heavily caffeinated all the time. Most of the time. I drink a lot of water, like I chase my coffee with water, but I'm super caffeinated all the time because in any given time, I'm doing three jobs at once. So. So you using the,
0: the coffee to fuel you instead of food, healthy food to fuel you? Oh,
1: no, no, no. I eat well. Like, I mean, I eat vegetables and I have a, a fairly balanced diet. I'm not real big on salt. I don't really snack on chips and, you know, that yeah. type of stuff. Because food is very important. And also, because of the fact that carbs are the way they are and structured in the body, the way they are, they'll mm-hmm. weigh you down. They'll make you more tired. They'll make you move slower. So I try to stay away from food that slows me down in general. I'm pretty much eating energy food all day.
0: Right, vegetables are really good though. Vegetables don't slow you down. That's a good. No,
1: my daughter calls broccoli trees like we pretty much eat broccoli like in whole plates. And oh my
0: it's, god, they're so just so cute! Y'all got y'all eating trees, trees over there. Y'all eating we trees. Eat
1: massive amounts of trees. We're I love it. So
0: coffee trees. is fine. I I am a coffee drinker too. I mean, I I drink it only in the morning because I'm totally hyped all day so
1: yeah,
0: it's hard for yeah. me to go to sleep you know I'm always full of energy like uh. so um what do you do for your
1: for after you have your coffee what do you do then do you stretch? Um, I do stretch often not as much as I would like to okay. I do yoga with my daughter that's so cute. Yes, and then if I'm really feeling advantageous, I'm gonna go for some Highway Fit, which is a 13 minute program that one of my clients actually created. It's on uh-huh. YouTube from Robert Richard. It's Yay. like, um, it's essentially different variations and components of planking, but it is a rough 13 minutes. Like it's murderous. It. Because I talk to Robert about it myself. We gotta yeah, get it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Here. It's called Highway Fit. It's available mm-hmm. on YouTube. It's also on his website. So I use I do that from time to time too. And then I'm kind of like a suck a sucker for Burpees.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm too old
1: that like it's I'm, just the easiest way to get everything done really quickly. Like I'm all about efficiency. Like if I yeah. could do something, I could do five <laughs> burpees and that takes care of my 20 jumping jacks and my 10 push-ups. So I'm good. Let me just He's do like these. I'm good. yeah, I
0: love it. I yeah. love it. And that's what's great about it, right? Is you everybody has what fits. I'm I'm that steady girl. I'm slow and steady, like I'm consistent. I'm not gonna be the <laughs> one that's jumping up and down. I did all that already. I, yeah, yeah, I'm real. I mean, like the turtle in the hair.
1: I'm go- <laughs> the only other thing I do that I miss about you know not being out is I walked probably about six seven miles every day. Well, that's good. Stress walking though, I think. Because yeah. I'm going to, I'm commuting, I'm walking, I'm doing places, I'm doing things. I walk. But it still, every day, ended up being about six miles every single day. So it kept me, you know, fairly, fairly decent. It kept my neck slim, which is the most Thank important you. thing about being an on-air journalist.
0: <laughs> I never even thought about that, girl. Like, wait a minute, my neck, I got to get my neck right, you know? Your neck looks great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, girlfriend. Thank you. I'm like looking now. But let me ask you. You know, I'm going to go back to what you said. There's some things that you are not comfortable with that's going on now. Is there Uh any subject that's happening in the news today that you're really not comfortable talking about?
1: Yeah, well, ironically, when I initially started freelancing and writing articles, Mm -hmm. they were all politically motivated. Right. I talked about politics. I'm a political science major. I went to school for it. That's kind of my wheelhouse and um yeah some things happened some people were elected and i was not comfortable and not only was i not comfortable i think the only the last politically centered article i wrote publicly for a magazine was um i was walking to the train station in chicago because that's where i am and i saw. Um, our present alderman in the city and i saw a new woman that I had never seen before and they were both asking for signatures okay. so like, hi hey, what's your name so i'm talking to her and her name is maria haddon and as i'm talking to her she's like yeah if i win i'll be the first black woman in this district to be elected alderman and i'm also the first openly gay woman to be elected an alderman ever if i win right and I was like, oh, <laughs> tell me more. And I set up an interview. So I talked to her and I did an interview on her like maybe six months before the election, because we're still at the petition writing stage, like to get enough signatures to actually run. Wow. And she won? she won. She won? Yes. So that was the last politically centered article I did. Like I could not emotionally, because I am an empathetic person, there's oh. certain things that I don't enjoy writing because of the fact that I I feel so deeply. So I don't want to like write those type of articles. Yeah. I don't like writing the ones about um, gun violence here in the city. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like police brutality ones, because I am, you know, I love us, and I want things look, to happen. Look, look. Better. Hey, so hey, it's kind of hey. hard to write them sometimes. But sometimes you have a responsibility, and you have to. So it it just you know it'll just take longer for
0: me to write, right? And and it's so crazy because I see those articles, I discuss it with my husband because my mm-hmm. husband is very outspoken on his stuff. He, you know, um, and we agree sometimes and we disagree a lot of the mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. because I am very um, empathetic, but. It's just uh, so thought provoking, mm-hmm. right? It makes you think. What is one of the, your favorite articles that was really touching and you felt made a difference? I know you got the one with the election. That's a great one. But oh, yeah, that was one, fun, right?
1: So, something that I wrote or something that, you, that I
0: wrote that you wrote.
1: Well. Um, at one point, I wrote an article that was published, and it might have been Jet Magazine or it might have been Ebony. I'm not really sure which one it was, but it was called Dear Daughter. And it was to all of the girls who grew up without fathers and kind of urging them through their circumstances and kind of trying to help them understand that, you know, certain the, some of the things that you were searching for are based on these things. And I love you, even if it seemed like he doesn't, it's not your fault that he left. It has nothing to do with you. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if you are a baby or you're a 50 year old woman, like I still love you. And there are still, you were brought here for a reason. So regardless to who stayed and who left, you are supposed to be here. You are still chosen. I love you. It was probably intentionally as a writer, I was trying to like get everybody choked up, right? Right, right. It worked but right it didn't always work. <laughs> it was received really well and it I believe it was one of my first articles in Ebony. So I was really excited about that because you know, as a little girl we always see the magazine and we're like oh, at one day I'm gonna be in the Ebony magazine and I never really specified as it related to my dreams where or on what side of the magazine I was gonna be on. I just said I was gonna be in it. In it, I love yes. that. So, that manifestation did happen and it was an article that I was related to, so it was really good. And that's
0: where that focus come in, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you didn't have to break it down to what exactly you wanted, but you focused on being in a magazine. Oh yeah, that magazine. <laughs> in that magazine. <laughs> <And>, Here's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it worked. I think that is one of, I, it sounds to me as though you've been doing Sister Girl a long time.
1: Yeah, I mean, unintentionally. I think I did get a lot from my mom and my aunt because I always called them my two moms. Mm-hmm. They just made sure I was well equipped with whatever I needed to do you know, socially, emotionally, you know, on a self-love side aspect of it. Because you know, you grow up with a gap and get picked on a lot, you know. I don't have enough confidence to last several people. So oh my <laughs> beautiful. My
0: mom actually okay, so do you know um, Michael Strahan, right? I do, I do. So he is my cousin. And my gap is my mom had that same gap. My cousins had that gap and had that same gap. And um I just think it's beautiful. And I was upset because I didn't get a gap.
1: You know what? For people who like it, they do get upset. I didn't notice that. It yes, I was down. like, well, I
0: don't have one. I, just, I, I think I'd be looking so cool if
1: I had let Gap. It's always the grass is greener type of situation because especially always. with um, on-air journalism, there are certain things aesthetically that you know you don't want to have and you don't have to be concerned with. So it's good. Like I personally appreciate him. There was an actor that had a Gap, and I thanked him in an interview for it. Mm-hmm. He got upset with me. Oh, he wasn't
0: he was he wasn't ready
1: for that. He's like, nah. Bro, oh did you see me? Like, do you, are you looking at <laughs> my face? Like, what do you mean? I'm not insulting you. What do you mean? <laughs> he was not pleased, and it has been covered up. Oh, my gosh. So I can't tell you who that is, but if you follow entertainment, you know it's only a few black male actors and entertainers that had it, and now it's gone.
0: Oh, to hit bail! I'm going.
1: We're going to have to stay online afterwards. Cause I, now, now, my mind is like, oh, 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 oh. So mad to me. I was so mad. I don't even watch the show anymore. I don't even watch it. Oh, sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Keep dropping them.
1: Keep dropping them hints. We are gonna pick it up. And that's the thing. Also, I struggle with. We were talking about things that I struggle with writing gossip. I'm really good at it. Oh. And you were, you were the reason good at why I struggle with writing it is because I know that. If I'm to focus on kingdom building and, you know, running the right perception for our community, me spending time and energy typing gossip is not going to help us. There are plenty of people to do that. I do not want to be one of those people.
0: Correct. Amen.
1: I just don't think it,
0: here's the thing. I can't even really gossip because I forget. I don't forgot. Somebody told me something and I'm like. Oh oh I I am
1: such a bad gossiper because I totally forget oh, right away. I got I got receipts since like it, there are certain interviews I can do really well because of the fact that I retain information so well. Oh yes, yes, yes. Like, I, I talked to a that guy option. and I I, I couldn't <laughs> I didn't want to interview this man because I knew what the the breakup for him and his wife was, and I had like judged him to be the bad guy, so I didn't even want to do the interview. I did it. He was like the nicest, most wonderfully warm Steve. man. I was yeah. so convicted. I didn't say anything about it, like you know, oh, I don't like the way well, you did your and swip. Like, no, of course I didn't say anything. But yeah, I definitely had a misconceived notion about him, and he
0: fixed it. And that's what's the bad thing about the gossip because it's, it's only one-sided and somebody's putting it out there. We all know some really great um, publicists and things that that can go around and make a spend on anything.
1: Oh, yeah, so, we spend. It's part of the I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's part of the
0: job. It's part of the job. And, and that's what I think is, is so keen about what you guys do. Also, I wanted to say, too, when you say brown girl with the gap, in this business right yeah. i said the same thing because i think it was um beyonce's dad remember he mm-hmm. was talking about light-skinned
1: yeah. girls and, and how they reach a certain level of success yeah uh-huh.
0: uh so i've written for several magazines too and i have ran into i just have the wrong look look i'm i am chocolate and chocolate and I am chocolate.
1: And you know what? If the arms you know be too strong for them, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you get a flex form. That's, That's fine. <laughs>
0: Me too.
1: That's <laughs> I said
0: the same thing because uh, it was another one of us. It was only two.
1: Mm.
0: And the other one fit the bill to a T because um, she had the
1: aesthetic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, which was fine. I get it. I understand that this business is about an image that you want to portray, that mm-hmm. that company is going for this. And, um, I just know that I'm not part of that company anymore because I will never be anything other than this. Exactly. Matthew, yeah, brown skin, you know, this is I
1: can't <laughs> exactly I wear my earrings large. These are just things that you will, you will come to expect.
0: Big hair. Yeah. That's Hi. just
1: me. Yeah, it's like I'm sorry, you know.
0: But mm-hmm. it's it's crazy because he actually talked about it and um and people were pissed when when he said it. They were Oh all, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They they had to be. Yeah, they were all upset yeah because you know oftentimes people colorism is such a big thing in our community regardless to if we appear to be above it or not colorism also extends over the aisle to other communities and it also impacts our advancement a lot of times Mm -hmm. so that's why i say kitchen table talk like wendy williams said Mm -hmm. certain kitchen table conversations we don't like to reach national news because it's like we don't want to up here oppressed
0: uh-huh
1: but uh-huh. I mean how do we get over it if we don't talk about it correct so how do we push the narrative forward how do we break those barriers down why is Octavia Spencer not you know being exalted through the rafters and you know why? <laughs> why did it take Viola Davis so long to be famous? You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. that type of thing. But it's like you they need, culturally speaking, we need representation in all formats, which is why Fenty and you know, her brand is so awesome because Rihanna, ironically, and again, somebody that I judged, <laughs> has done a very good job in making sure to be inclusive in her market in whatever she's doing she does yeah she's like oh okay so a normal makeup company only has five shades of brown i'm gonna have 12. watch this yeah <laughs> watch this y'all this mm-hmm. exactly this is a more practical deviation of our colors and our right. skin tone so let's actually have more because we are not just deep earth and what was the other one it's like it's like deep earth mm-hmm. coffee and like a. Uh,
0: Something it was like a real that. light one. The the real real light one. Like, who
1: yeah, like beige. Yeah. No, no, we're not
0: that. Because that's that's a very real thing. Is uh-huh. we, we <laughs> man, we come in so many different shades uh-huh. and tones and, and under. It's like it's so hard. And I love her brand. I love me some pinky. Yeah, I get too. all of own stuff. I and use
1: 420. Boom. Ah. I like it. I use the, <laughs> uh, the little contouring one. Yes. So. I just use her foundation because that's what I can afford. Right? Freelance. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> now look, how do we find your sister girls talk? And Now, is it um, a blog? Is it so people can understand? Is it a blog or is it a video that people can
1: watch you guys? A bunch of things. (laughs) Okay, tell us, tell us, tell us. So we have a host website, which is www.sistagurl.com. It's actually The Sister Girl, at T-H-E. TheSisterGirl.com is our website, which includes our articles from our contributing writers. We have um, different types of series there. We have Girls Love Hip Hop because, you know, in order to be a black woman, you can't ignore hip hop and its impact on your life. So let's just, let's not pretend like it's not a thing that we right. weren't, you know, dancing off of misogynistic lyrics for the last 25 years. This is obviously what we like, so we have well, a platform I, I, for that. I, have to
0: say, look, I am so country. I don't know. Like when I'm interviewing people, I don't be known, and they be like, "Yes, you do." I'm like, "No, I don't." I listen. I'm the black girl who had that country music on. Um, I know you laughing hard at me. God, <laughs> laugh! I don't care. But what's so funny is my kids are quick to tell you they all grown now. But when they were little and the hip hop, which I love, Fresh Print, you know, I like yeah. all those. But then when they start cussing and talking about us and we ain't nothing, I That's always you got on. Ch- change the state because look what we listen to gets in and I have a son I have two girls yeah. and a son I did not want my son to be thinking it's okay to call us a bitch mm-hmm. oh I uh, got three baby mamas we doing I was like I don't want him to even I don't even want it to get in his little mind
1: yes. and
0: every time a song would, come on quick! and my my daughter said one even time the
1: uned- even the edited radio versions like perfect example I grew up with um the dog pound. the dog father came out when I was like mm-hmm. maybe 10 or 11 Snoop's, uh, first CD I knew like every word yeah and like you said it sleeps out what what it did for me I think was probably the opposite of most girls I became the antithesis of like oh. anti-woman right Because in my mind, Snoop said, girls are like this, you know. Nas said, Jay-Z said, these guys are telling us these girls behave this way. And then when I would see it, I would be like, "Mm, Mm -mm. that's why I don't like girls. That's why I'm not not a girl. I'm not a girl. That's what it did to me. That's what it did Mm -hmm. to me. And I had to, like, of course, reprogram myself through that. But I still do pay homage to the art, so I do that. Right. I
0: like that, too. I love it,
1: too. I, I try to, you know, I use them. I work out to them.
0: So yeah. I again, I gotta get to it. I gotta they get it.
1: It's okay. I, I like get... all the genres. Hmm? But yeah, uh no. Oh, I'm sorry. We do we do and then I do a live series. I do three live series. Okay. First one is the sister girl mystique, which is the recreation of the black woman role model. So I interview everyday heroes, doctors, lawyers, entrepreneurs, visual artists, anybody that I know that I think is amazing, like the first girl to ever be hired as an IT program manager for the city of Chicago. Like those are the type of people that I seek out for yes, that show. I love that. And then I have intellectual property, which is my male show where all the people I interview are guys, they are either in a creative realm or healthcare Something that they have intellectually that's uniquely their own. Those are those guys Good. that I feature yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And then the Girls Love Hip Hop series where I feature new artists, like new emerging talent. Because I love, love, love the newbies. Love
0: them. Aren't they adorable?
1: They're so passionate about their job. You know it's like a life or death thing. These are the type of people that you know they have put their last dollar in the studio. They have pay for production when they couldn't afford it. They paid those tech guys off. Like, I love those people.
0: Yeah. Those yeah. And that's, that's really good. I love that. And I am so proud of you. We need too. more of you in our lives because you really do. You do live a fit life because you stay focused. You're very intentional in your words, intentional yeah. in your clients. <laughs> You intentional who you surround yourself around, and mm-hmm. you are transforming lives. I mean, Thank how you.
1: can we get girlfriend? <laughs> is it I don't know. Else? I don't know. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it bubbling over. Like I'm frothing right now. It's gonna get better.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is it anything else you want us to know about you, girl? Come on, tell us what we need to know. What's coming up? What's going on?
1: Um, I have a show tomorrow. Not sure when this is gonna air.
0: So when's your tomorrow well no this this is gonna air when's your show
1: Well, the sister girl mystique is starting back up tomorrow i'm doing my first episode on thursday the 14th of march it's gonna be 6 p.m on facebook live so if we air later than that it'll be available under my Laura miller's facebook page and i'll move it to probably everywhere that is starting right. up tomorrow and um yeah,
0: so much stuff I don't know. I, I well, don't know. Where can we stay connected to you at so we can find it and follow you? Yeah.
1: Instagram. You can find me at Laura Miller Pins. and I'm I am the same on Twitter now. Okay. And I'm just Laura Miller on Facebook, and then also the Sister Girl Bug, which is www.thesistergirl.com.
0: Boom. Thank you so much, sister girl. I feel so enlightened today because you are exactly what we need. Thank you again for taking my time. My pleasure. Off. Thank you guys so much for having me. Absolutely. You rock. Hey, you guys, log on to my website, MissFit1.com, and find out more about Lauren. All her information will be there. Until next week, you guys, stay fit.